Welcome back to the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. If we sound excited about real estate today, it's because we are, and that might have something to do with the weather. <laughs> Mike, I'm just in a, I've just been in a great mood about this. I mean, we're busy, and so, yeah, we're working a lot more, but it's easier. Well, it just seems like it's brighter. You can get anywhere in town now. It's not like, oh, yeah, well, I can't really get out of my driveway. I can't get out of my development. I, you know, I, can't, I don't want to drive all the way to Kennewick or because of the side streets. Yeah. I mean, all of that. It's just everything's improved. And my truck's black again. Like it was, I forgot that I had a black vehicle. You thought it was brown? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yes, very good to um, get back to that situation. Um, man. Easy show to do this week because all week, uh, we, you know, I decided, you know, buyer focus, weather changing. Let's write down some examples of what we're coming across. And so, you know, we talked before the break about, you know, not being able to find the house they liked, um, the difference between buying a resale versus a foreclosure. We talked a little bit about new construction. Um, but the biggest thing, too, is there's a lot of people coming here, moving to Tri-Cities. I mean, kind of that question we always get, Mike, we talked a little bit about it last week, but there's still people moving here. Where are they coming from? Well, the funny, I get that question all the time. And the funny thing is, is that I get a lot of retired people that are moving here because their kids and grandkids are here. I uh, talked to somebody this week where they, they were coming from Seattle, but they have kids and grandkids in Ellensburg and Boise. So Tri-Cities is the natural you know, middle stop. And they were like, oh, yeah, and we're ready for the better weather and, and this and that. Um, got people from California. You know, you, you don't think about, but you've got, if people come to work here and let's say they went to work out in the area or Bechtel or something like that, well, they've got to go to school. So the schools get bigger. The kids go to school. The, the schools get bigger. The hospitals get bigger. The more restaurants. It's just, you know, the, if you keep pulling the people that are working here, retiring here, then you need the rest of the services around. So we just keep seeing it from everywhere. I can't even tell you the different states that you know just in the past week but the big thing that i'm going to come back to that i'm always bringing up is let's start talking as early as possible i've got some people looking at new construction and they didn't qualify by themselves so they looked at adding a parent and well that didn't exactly work and maybe somebody else and we just you know you want to start as early as possible having those conversations. I had a, a gentleman that has been in my office three times and I haven't even pulled his credit yet. He thinks, okay, by May, June this year, I'm finally going to be ready, but he keeps coming in. We keep having the conversations. Now he's saved up enough money. Now he's paying off a little bit more debt. That's one I hear a lot too. Do I pay off debt or do I save money? Well, yeah, it's different in every case. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to have to look at what I think a lot of people call in banking a global perspective. So the same that you're not going to give the same answer to three different people. Yeah, just the general overall for everyone is just to do this. No, that just doesn't it just doesn't work. I mean, everyone's different. Everyone's income, credit, just their their whole story 
is different. Everyone's different. So everyone, we need to look at them individually and give the best advice we can and then set themselves up for, you know, real estate success. That's what we want. We want you pre-approved with a plan. You know the range of homes you're looking for. You know how much cash that is. You know what those payments roughly look like. And you can go out with confidence. Yeah. And you brought up a couple things in there. And I I mean, I'm going to point just I'm going to take one facet of that and, and look at and you know, it's, and you've been through this before. And uh, sometimes I tell people, you don't know what you don't know, but when you get in a situation, um, for instance, and I go through these different phases as, as we have kids and this last week, what it was, was we were at the high school and we were at a, um, a running start presentation. And that this is a new world to me. Friends have talked to me about and told me, but you know, the presenter from CBC got up and he said, um, I wish I would have known about this program um, back be- when I went to Gonzaga because I did four years, you know, at Gonzaga. And man, there are loans that came with that program. And, you know, through this Running Start program, a lot of these kids now are graduating with an AA or two years. And, you know, they've paid under a couple thousand bucks for it. And I thought about that because so many times we see people that say, I've got to go talk to Mike because I've got student loans or I've got a student loan payment that has to be factored into it. And my son's probably more sensitive than some kids because it's in the business. And I'm always talking about applications and, you know, and and new sales and clients. And he's like, Dad, he's like, "Okay, I'm looking at, you know. $40,000 a year, like they're telling me like I could be 80,000 ahead, you know, when I, when I graduate and I'm like, well, yeah, that's a great way to look at it. But I mean, I'm sure you see, you have to really factor in all debt, including student loan debt when you're looking at these apps and that's got to prevent some people from buying the house they really want at at times. Well, and I, and then you get the people who come in and they, you know, they co-signed on a car loan for their brother. Oh, gotcha. Oh, and then they co-signed on this and they did that. Does that count against me? And you're like, okay, well, let's 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 take a look at it and figure it let's out. Let's figure it out. But the sooner the better. Cuz yep. what what we don't want is oh, well, I went and looked at a house and I want to put in an offer and my agent is now telling me that uh, I need a pre-approval letter. And I've never, I've, I haven't pulled their credit. I don't know anything yet. I'm like, okay, well, let's go. I hope you have your paperwork. And they, and they found, they found yeah. the house. And so, you know what, Mike? I wrote down, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because a lot of people don't expect this. But one of the things we do at initial meeting is we'll have those phone calls, and we talked with clients this week. And I said, here's what you can expect from us. And in the first segment, we talked about communication, loyalty, confidentiality with what you're doing, evaluating for your best interest. But then we sit down and talk to our clients and say, we've got some expectations for you as our client. We're going to invest all of this into you and helping. And the third point I had wrote down, and you just hit the nail on the head, is I said, if we're going to work with you to do that, be prepared to make an offer should we find the right home. Right, because you want to take out serious buyers who can actually buy the house and we know in this process right now still super super low inventory if we do find you the home you want 
there's probably going to be two or three other people that want it at that exact same time. So I almost feel like we're doing you a disservice and not doing our job. If you get into the car without that pre-approval for Mike and we show a house that's been on the market for five or six hours, and then we can't write the offer that gets you the house, we've, we've messed that up. So not pushing early on. Some people are like, well, this pushy guy told me that I had to go see Mike and get a pre-approval. Well, step, let's step back. Was was that guy or gal being pushy, or were they making sure you were prepared to make an offer? Well, and understanding the market that we're in, right? And, and <laughs> yeah, like, you know, fast forward, you know, there's 1,200 homes on the market. Maybe maybe not. But in, in a low inventory market, you have to be ready for that. The other um, thing that I wrote down, I mean, I should have just done the, the mic show, um, <laughs> is I put, you know, be honest about your finances and shop for that mortgage before you shop for the house because it's going to show up. Like, you're going to find out. Like, it, it, you know, there's no reason to say, you know, gosh, I co-signed, but maybe Mike won't find it on the credit report. I've you know? got a tax lien that I'm not going to tell anybody that I have. And then that comes <laughs> up in, at title, and you've tied up somebody's home needlessly for six, you know, for six, seven days in a hot market. You know, no one wants to be put into that situation. And then what I wrote down on our real estate side um, that makes the process go faster is we always tell people, be honest with us about the properties you're seeing. If you don't like one that we've selected or you can tell us more about your likes or dislikes, it's not my house. And even if it is my house, I've been in the business long enough. I'm not going to be offended about it. We're human beings, which means I don't like the exact same things you like. And so when someone, you know, we, I love the clients when, when we go in and someone's like, Oh my gosh, are you, are you seeing this white carpet? I would never have white carpet. Cause if I, you know, every piece of dirt stain shows up great. Yeah, some people love white carpet. No more white carpet. Yeah, so so we know that's a big one. Or or you don't like, you know, you don't like the master bedroom right off the family room because of the noise. You know, maybe one spouse stays up late and watches loud movies and that's not gonna work for you. Well, we just love it when people are just, you know, sometimes you call them, you know, maybe it's easier to sell to the extrovert because they're just they're just going to tell you right off the bat everything they don't like about the house. Um, and so even if you are a little bit lean towards the introverted side, we just ask our clients, speak up and tell us what you like or don't like. And, and it really makes that process um, that process go go faster. So those are those are some of our really basic ones. And the, and the other thing that we always tell people is we just love putting our experience to, to work for you guys. I mean, our transaction coordinators that negotiate our inspections, man, they they just do a fantastic job. It's not It's not only when you're looking for and finding the house. That just starts the process. It's kind of like that poster where that's the tip of the iceberg, and then they show the side shot below the water, and there's this huge, massive thing below the water. Well, that's the... For, you know, we call it the 49 different touches that happen in the process. And 
our professionals, our gals step in and they've negotiated hundreds and hundreds of, of inspections and repairs. And they really have a distinct advantage. I, I love it when we can give somebody an advantage. And if you're a buyer and you come in and you need a certain repair made or you need to make the deal work, um, I always love telling our buyers, I'm giving you a professional negotiator which has over the course of the last three years i think has negotiated 400 inspections and i'm i'm giving you her and i'm putting her up against somebody that might have only done this a hundred times and usually that means you're going to have a big advantage because she's going to figure it out for you for you as a and buyer the hundred is on the high end it's more probably like 10 to 20 it's probably <laughs> 10 to 20 it, it, exactly and so we just we we love putting people in that situation and this is our go time i mean th- this is when we are we are jacked up about the real estate market we're showing more the weather's better and yeah we're just we're just making it happen and i'm super super pumped about it mike if people have not gone to see you like we talked about how can they get a hold of you to get that pre-approval process done? 572-3651. We'll call, call me directly. Sounds great. If you missed any of that, you have any questions, loved, loved, loved all the calls this week from our listeners and their referrals. Go to KenmoreTeam.com. Shoot us a message. We'll get, we'll get you taken care of. We'll be right back here next week. Right here on News Talk 870. I'm Lance Kenmore with the Kenmore team, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. We're here every Saturday morning right here on News Talk 870. As always, I'd like to thank John and everybody here at the station for working to make this show happen. Mr. John McKay, how you doing over there? Getting rid of snow, I couldn't be happier. You know, McKay, sometimes things happen, like for instance... You record a commercial um, for me, and it starts mm-hmm. airing before I get the copy, like over a weekend. And so, I um, I was laughing a couple weeks ago when I heard you. Um, I thought you were going to say I was shoveling people's driveways for them, but you said that I would put the snow shovel down and still come sell your house. So I wanted to thank you for that because that was a really accurate commercial. Like you don't mess around over there. Like, there you go. You, you, you listen during the show and take take it to heart. So they, thank you for that. Absolutely. We, all, we also have and and there's no more of that. Like that. Like that's gone. Yeah. Like yeah. This is. I mean, there might have been a little ice scraping, you know, the last day or two, but here and there, but. It is good to see grass again. I will tell you that much. And we have smiling ear to hear. We have in the studio with us our in-house lending expert, Mike Denslow. Mike, how you doing? I couldn't be better. The sun is out. Spring is here. Snow's melting. Oh, my gosh. That felt like a long February and half of March, didn't it? Felt like? No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 yeah, you you are exactly right. So it is, um, 
Yeah, no, it is. It is really. I mean, it just it changes things. It changes the mood around town. It um, changes the activity level, especially in our business. We talked about it. We knew it was coming, and then and then it happens, and it it starts to change right away. So we are going to chat a little bit about that change. Um, but before we do, I just thought um, we always like to start off with our crazy celebrity real estate story. This time, not so much an individual celebrity, but I thought in honor of the Sears store closed, being closed here, um, the company may be crumbling, but there are houses that they sold at one time. That are not crumbling. And believe it or not, you could actually, between 1908 to 1940, Sears sold 70,000 kit homes through their catalogs um, that are still, that they shipped between the U.S. and Canada. And there's actually still quite a few of those that have been remodeled over the over the years. You said 70,000? 70,000 of those were sold from 1908 to 1940. Where do we where are these houses predominantly? So I pulled up a couple that are that are actually for sale right now. So um, Kentucky, so 319 Sycamore in Lexington, Kentucky. This house priced at 489,000 built in 1928 and a lot of these have ended up listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Um, but there were ones um, for sale right now in Colorado, Illinois, North Carolina. So a lot, I mean back then obviously uh, um, headquarters and a lot of stuff situated on the East Coast. But so yeah, and you see some like that have been remodeled and added on throughout the years. There was one in South Carolina, actually 239,000 and was probably the best looking one of the bunch. I mean, it was put on some acreage. So back then people didn't have a lot of options. They'd get wow. the Sears catalog, they'd look, maybe they were living out in the farm or rural area and save up and this was an option for them to be shipped to pieces and then they would finish the assembly wow so. i love it i i never knew that was yeah, the thing sears catalog houses for for sure well one of the things we always like to do is we like to take what's happening in the local market and relate that to what's go, what's going on in the show and you know it, it started happening um early early in the week and and we knew it would we start to get the melt and people are starting to um they're back out they're able to get their cars out they're able to look around and now maybe they might even be a, a month behind and so we had a number of people call in and and radio listeners too that had sent us their referrals and they would call in and they'd be like Lance, you know, one in specific was like, you know, I I am moving out here. I've moved out here from Louisiana. I'm ready to buy, and I'm having trouble finding something. I I need a good I need a good buyer's agent that can walk me through this process. And I let's let's start looking. Let's go for it. And so, man, all of a sudden, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we we started to get those calls. And, you know, kind of a resounding theme was a little bit of frustration because we looked if we look 
you know, last month during the middle of the snowstorm, we really got down to one of the lowest inventories we we've seen in the last couple of years. And that's because of the weather though. Right. A lot I mean, of that is because of the weather. So the people that were looking got a little bit frustrated because if they were willing to go out in that weather, they couldn't find what they were looking for. We were down to only 450 homes on the market, and a number of those were new construction to be built. So the number of actual homes to see was likely below 350. Um, mm. And so that, that gets a little sparse. So we started to get those calls, and I'm ready to go out and look. And, you know, and, and what can you do for me? And, and what can you show me? And so those were the conversations that we had this week. And I always take it back to people to a very, very simple level. And the first thing that we write down and we actually have our Kenmore team, we have a pledge to our clients, you know, for their benefit. And the very first thing that we talk about is loyal and exclusive representation. Cause right now as people are in spring and they're going to open houses and models, one of the things they're looking at is someone that can help them. They'll ask me, can you help me with new construction in a build? And we say a lot of times, surprisingly, in those situations, that's where we can be the most help. Well, and you guys have so many people on the staff that have dealt with new construction for years, and that goes to the specialty model that yeah, you have. Yeah, and that's absolutely right. And we, we have a number of lots. We have a great price range. One of our builders, Ambiance Homes, that we're working with, you know, we've been in that building in that price range of... 235 to 300 which is re really hard to find we have lots available in west kennewick back by the, the court club there we have lots available in oh, um, yeah. badger south i was gonna say i'm familiar with that because uh, we've done a few loans on those in there you've done yeah. the loans in there and so we're we you know we've been all week you know we're helping people pick out stuff and but there's a lot of decisions to be made and and when to make those decisions um and how to get those documents Documented, regardless of what builder you're looking at, I would definitely recommend talking to one of our buyer's agents because they've been through that process. They can let you know what to expect. Maybe they can let you know what might not be a great upgrade with that builder, um, but what would be a good upgrade. Yeah, I was just thinking that smart upgrades, you know, the, the person that's gone through that several times will know, well, this is a smart upgrade because in the future, you know, this is what people are going to want when you go to sell versus, oh, if you do that, that's going to be expensive. But that's not somebody something that people are really looking for. Yeah, abs absolutely. And the other big, you know, the other big bonus that, that we put in there um, is having a buyer's agent like that to help you evaluate those choices. Because one client I talked to, for instance, um, called in a different client called in this week and they started off the phone call and they're just like, Lance, I, I want to buy foreclosures and no agents will help me do that. And so it was kind of like the pre-approval process that Mike goes through with lending. And so I started asking some questions and I said, well, number one, I apologize that no agent will help you with that, but talk me through what, what are you after? So I, I am more than welcome to help you in the foreclosure process. I buy foreclosures occasionally myself. So let's start with the courthouse and the ones that are available. And he goes, well, I don't even know where to find those. And so we, we had like a 10 minute conversation and I'm like, okay, here's the website you're going to go to. Here's the days you're going to go to the courthouse. You know, and I go, now you have to, you know, and this was a cash buyer. And I said, okay, so you got your cash ready. You're going to be bidding, but I, there's some 
there's some pitfalls. You know, you're not going to be able to see inside the house, so there's not going to be any guarantees. And 10 minutes into the conversation, he's like, Lance, he's like, this is crazy. He go, he goes, I don't even I don't even want to buy foreclosures after talking to you. I just wanted somebody to explain that process to me. Here's what I'm looking for. And so we're like, great, let's set you up with XYZ. You know, let's have you talk to Jessica on my team. I think she's a great fit for you. You know, and it was just a matter of getting through. There was some frustration there. And and he didn't know what he didn't know. Didn't know what he didn't know. And it really came down to point number two that I wrote down after that call is our next pledge is excellence in communication. We just had to, and I got off, and the, man, those conversations make my week. Like when I'm like, man, this guy was frustrated. He's a home buyer. He's on a month to month lease. You know, he wants to be out. Like we got off that call, and I'm just like, man, we really helped that person. Well, you covered so much ground for him, and you're right. That is what we deal with on a regular basis. You know, oh, I'm. I've had a bankruptcy, and I've had this, and I want to buy a house, and nobody will talk to me, and okay. Let's break it down. Let's start asking questions and going back and forth. And yeah, 10, 15 minutes, you, you, can, you can help someone a great deal. Absolutely. And then the next buyer call, you know, I wrote down all these examples as I was prepping for the show this week. And the, the next buyer call I got was, it was from one of our buyers. And they're like, they're like man, they're like, I want to I see this house on, I think the, I think the street was, I'm, I'm going off, I think it was on Fenway maybe in Pasco or something. They're like, man, I want to see this house on Fenway and it's on, it's on Zillow and it hasn't sold, but it's, it's, for, it's for sale by owner. And I know you said to me that you can show me those houses, um, but I, you know, you've seen all the other houses with me and know what I like. I need you to come to this house and help me evaluate it. And so we're like, absolutely we can show for sale by owners and so you know we put our team on it and two days later and like we really we had to send i think it was five text messages to hear back from this person that that is selling their their house and wait a minute do they really want to sell the house yes (laughs) and and i think there was some hesitation there because what they are trying to avoid is is the cost they're not listed with a listing agent and so they might not want to pay the whole cost but a lot of times um those individuals will compensate our buyer's agents and so when the market gets that low on inventory that is that is an option like our our job is to have that representation for the client that's hired us as a buyer's agent and so yeah it took us a long time and finally the for sale buyers like absolutely i will compensate you for bringing a buyer over to the house bring them on in but it was i mean we had to kind of you know grab the bull by the horns keep following up get that appointment and and get that buyer into that house and at the end of the day it was a, it was a property that worked well for that buyer it, it was the right fit and we were able to put the deal together but it really took just part of that excellence in communication is staying up on that going that extra mile we weren't just we weren't just looking in the mls and if we didn't find the right house for the client you know it's not like we didn't want to deal with them anymore we're looking for the best fit and so we always tell our clients even yes absolutely if you're looking for for sale by owners or you're looking at them those are properties that we can show you also well you're talking about the personal touch which is different 
I mean, that's just anybody can put a search together and spit out information because the data, you know, that just search the data. Absolutely. A robot could do that. Right, McKay? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you're talking about the personal touch difference that that most places don't have. Yep. And so if you're in the market, you're looking to buy, you've been out of the market for a month or, do, or two due to weather or inventory the flip side of this is my listing agents are not sleeping anymore. They're just going on appointments, talking to sellers, getting all of this pent up inventory ready to come on the market. So we're building up a pipeline of houses you're going to see. If you want to be on the list to know what's coming up, know if any of those houses yet to hit the market work for you. Go to KenmoreTeam.com, shoot us a message. We'll get you in touch with the right buyer's agent and get you hooked up on a search. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk to Mike a little bit more about that process and what he's seeing on the lending side. And we will be right back. Right here on News Talk 870. 